All right, bradcooney.com, in accordance with HCN Networks, is absolutely honored to have on board Skid Row's Johnny Salinger. What is up, Johnny? Man, how you doing today, man? Doing great, brother, man. First and foremost, thanks for doing this, man. I know you're a busy guy. You guys just coming back uh, from Europe, about to jump on onto some American tour dates, man. So talk about that a little bit, man. How did Europe go, first of all? Oh, man, it went, it went great. Um, you know, there was a lot of festivals, and in between, we were doing some theater and actual some club shows with Buck Cherry uh, and, and some Spain, Spain, Spain shows and some festivals. And uh, you know, we played Download. That was the first time I'd ever played Donington. The guys have done it a couple times, but wow. my first. And it was amazing. And then there was a Hellfest in Germany or France or wherever it was but it was crazy crazy cool um yeah we played on the Aerosmith day so the place was packed oh nice alright so cherry dates went great too man and uh so we were home for about a week and now we're cranking it back up you know, I'm in our homeland yeah man absolutely and we'll, we'll definitely welcome you back into the um, on American soil you mentioned Buck Cherry that's a band that I've always liked man singer is um he's just unique you know, actually, you kind of have a little bit of a Buck Cherry sound yourself when you get up those high notes. Well, it was a it was a great combo. I mean, last year we did a similar run with Ugly Kid Joe, and they were great too. Oh yeah. It's just great that uh, these bands that came out after us, uh, you know, want to go out and uh, and and take it apart because it was really a good bill. I wish we could get a bill like that going uh, over here because it really worked. Yeah, man, absolutely. Now you joined back in 1999. You joined Skid Row. Talk about the experience overall, man. Is it a lot, a lot of fun since '99. Well, you know, it's been so long now. Uh, I can recall being really happy doing what I was doing. I had Solinger going there in Dallas, Texas. We were huge. Pantera yep. hadn't broken yet. And then all of a sudden, I get this call, and then I have to make a decision. And of course, it was an easy one. <laughs> so. So I jumped on board, and, you know, I was naive. I didn't know what was going to happen. Just jumped right on board, and literally just a few weeks later, we were we were doing the Kiss Farewell Tour, which is still going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a long farewell, man. A, but that's good, though, because Kiss is one of my favorite bands, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, we did the Kiss Farewell Tour, and that was with all, all four of the guys uh, back in 2000. And uh, it, I guess they just kept on rolling. Yeah, man. Now you mentioned Dallas, no, Texas. Actually, we've done a, you know, we've done two Kiss cruises too. Those things are so cool. It's like a floating asylum. Yeah, you know, I I interviewed um um the guys from Helix. You know, remember that band Helix back in the the Canadian band the band Helix. Yeah, yeah. I, I interviewed him and I interviewed Russ Dwarf from the Killer Dwarfs, um, and uh, Lita Ford. I interviewed her last year, and they go on these 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 tours. I mean, these cruises, man. These rock cruises. Um, that that's got to be a great experience, man. Because the fans get like up and close. Yeah, you know, it's just totally fan oriented, and it's become a, this new thing. I mean, the country people are doing it. Uh, I mean, like a, American movie classics has a cruise. They show old movies, and some of the stars come. It's just this new thing that the cruise ship industry is doing. They keep the cost kind of down. It's got a little mini vacation, mm -hmm. and then the fans get to. Uh, to really get close to whoever they want to see, it just depends on who comes out of their cabin. We rolled, we rolled all over that ship, uh, <laughs> you know, with the peeps. Yeah, and it was a sold-out cruise, of course. And some of those guys, you know, you'll see sparingly, or we'll have something set up. 
but it's definitely uh, a fan crazy thing. And he never wanted to do that. I've never been I've never been on a cruise ship before. I did that mm. first one. I did the Motley Cruise. Uh, that was the first one I did. Wow. You have to get used to the people just being up in your face all day, all night. <laughs> yeah. It's a big difference it's a, as opposed to, you know, actually that, that is a, a, a difference now anyway. When, you, when I was growing up, see, I'm, I'm upper 40s now, um, bought my first overkill record in my ship store in the Navy, believe it or not. Um, and I bought like a lot of Poison and Motley Crue cassette tapes in my ship store. But back then, it felt like as a fan, as a, as a, as a music fan and a rock fan and a metal fan, I, I felt like the bands were like so untouchable because it's like, wow, you know, they're way up on this level. I'm a fan. But nowadays, it's different, man, with the internet and, and social networks, Facebook, Twitter, where, where singers like you, you got a Twitter interacting with fans. It's just different now. It's totally different. It's a totally different world. Um, um you know, there's not four or five companies ruling, you know, who hears what. Right. You get to see, you know, an interview or whatever. Uh, these days, you know, uh, if you're going to steer away from a dot-com like they, the attitude used to be in the old days, well, then you're missing out on a huge section of people who, who, who uh, yeah. you know, if you want to touch people with your music, you need to get out there. And that's why uh, nothing's off base anymore, nothing. I mean, you can do, I mean, Rachel did Good Morning uh, Rochester Television, and now he's, he's got, you know, he's got interviews just like I'm doing with you all day long. Yeah. With, uh, dot coms, with, with uh, print magazines, with, you know, thing to do if you want to be successful, if you want people to hear your new music, is you got to be available, and that's just uh, that's that's the way. You're definitely right on social media and the internet, and it's just that's the way of the world, and it's not going to change. No, sure not, man. It's a new world. All right, you mentioned a minute ago about Dallas, Texas. Of course, uh, you're from Dallas, Texas, and I could probably talk about two hours on the legends that come out of Texas. Um, just just all kinds of legendary bands, and you know, even even you know, even musicians that were so great that never really made it that. Big, like a guy like Ian Moore out of Austin, Texas. I'm not sure if you know Ian Moore's music. Of course, music. he's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. But the thing is, Ian's, Ian's a legend in Texas. Um, but he never really, he never, then he changed his style a little bit in the, in, the, in the late 90s. But man, that guy's like, in my eyes, is like a god. I mean, I see him play two or three times on 6th Street. But yeah, man, some, some huge, huge music uh, people out of Texas. And you've got a country background, too, man. And you mentioned Solinger a minute ago. Talk about that. Well, you know, uh, believe it or not, I went to college. I didn't finish, but <laughs> I went yeah. up there at the University of North Texas in Denton. And that's just the way I grew up. I mean, if you went to a frat party or even going back to high school, I mean, on the, on the jukebox or blaring out of somebody's living room would be, you know, one minute it would be ACDC and the next minute it would be Willie Nelson. Right. Just that, that was the playlist. So uh, um, I came from a huge background of loving both. Uh, you don't have to choose, well, at least not there. Um, so it just seemed completely natural to be able to, to you know, to go put on a, a, I don't know, a Motley Crue record and then listening to... Uh, um, Johnny Cash and Willie, mm-hmm. all those Texas guys. Especially the '70s country man, it's just great. Yeah, yeah, man. It so I do, I do, I, I try and do when we're not working, which is never now. <laughs> have an opportunity to go in and put out. A, it was just a regional thing, but there's there's more stuff on the horizon for that. I mean, you can do that when you're 90 years old. I mean, yeah, Willie Nelson's still kicking it. Yep, still parties too, man. Just just has a good time and lives lives life, does his thing. That's what you got to do. 
Not, not an Austin guy, uh, McConaughey. Just keep living, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. All right, we, we, we talked a second ago about you guys just finishing up with your European dates, and now you're, um, I think yesterday was your first one back um, on U.S. soil, and you got many to come. Talk a little bit about this U.S. tour, man, some of, some of the cities you got coming up. Um, well, on the U.S. thing, you know, it's the same thing. Like, we did Rock, Oklahoma this year, which is one of the biggest rock festivals, I guess, in the U.S. And uh, and then we've got these theater shows tonight with your Gora Theater in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. In Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, another, it was a smaller theater in Rochester, New York. So we just we just uh, want to not just play Europe. I mean, Europe um, is there, and we're going back many times. So we just want to cover some of the states. So we jump on a bus, like in the old days, and we go out. I mean, our missile run here, it's 14 shows in 17 days in like eight or nine states. Jeez. It's old school, I know. I yeah. gotta watch my voice. That's a blitz, yeah, but yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, um, and I got five in a row, then I get a day off. And then another one, and then another four in a row, and a day off. So wow. you gotta watch what you're doing. You can't drink too much beer, but just enough. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you do to relax your voice? Because uh, that's, que- that's, a, that's a good point. Somebody who's a singer like you, especially when you gotta hit those highs, it's a lot of strain. Um, you know, I talked to, to uh, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella not too long ago about his voice. He has, you know, he had that surgery on his. Um, what do you yeah. do to relax your voice? Well, I just try not to, especially on these big long runs. I mean, there was a, a run last year where it was just, it was insane. I was, I was ready to kill everybody for for signing us up for all those shows. <laughs> you have to be really careful, and you have to like not talk a lot, and you can't you can't really party. You can't you know you can't slow down because if you do, you're going to pay that next show. Mm. Um, you know, I've got my, my lozenges and a yeah. little bit of tea, but I, I really don't, um, I really, I'm not like all crazy about it, you know, yeah. I'm not fanatical. But what happens, what happens, happens, and you never hold back, you never hold back because you got four more. You got to give it all every time you're up there, or it's just yep. a joke. And if you lose your voice, you lose it. You're like, hey. <laughs> That's it, man. Uh, you know, you know, quarterbacks sometimes have a bad throw. Can you feel it? Can you feel like before you're about to go on stage or before, earlier, you know, before the show's going to start, that you're going to have, uh-oh, I may, I may have some, some struggles here with my voice tonight? Of course, yeah. You can, you can feel when it's good, too. Yeah. Um, and you can feel when it's just okay. I mean, because all, all three of those things happen. It's just a fact. Yep. Um, but uh, um, just got to keep yourself in decent shape and uh, no, no smoking and um, just take it easy on the partying. Yeah, man. And you're listening to Johnny Solinger, the uh, front man of Skid Rose, on board with, with uh, BradCooney.com and ACN Networks. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the fans in Europe and the fans in America. Um, do you see differences in crowd reactions? Because I've seen some videos of some fans, not only in Europe, but down in South America, where they are just freaking batshit crazy um, in a good way. You know what I'm saying? They're just rowdy as hell and... Sometimes they all like do things in unison, like waving their arms, and, and I mean it's just amazing. Some of the European and South American crowds. What what are some of the differences that you've noticed between American fans and and, uh, and fans abroad? Well, they're definitely rabid. One of we have two record companies that release these Night of World Rebellion. One of them is based out of Germany, and they really hit it hard in Europe on the on the promotion and the press. And I also I think that uh, these European and, and South American audiences, they don't get to see that much of American bands. Right. It's a special treat for them, so they go apeshit nuts. 
And, uh, and the same thing, the same thing happens here. I mean, if you look at some of the footage from, uh, you know, Rocklahoma or the Lubbock, Texas, uh, thing that we did, yeah. they go nuts too. So, so in that case, rock and roll is coming, is coming back strong. It is. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, like I said before, just the fact that access to some of these American bands, uh, is limited over there. So when they do get to see their favorite ones, they, they, they really give you the love. You know, they, they give, they give back what you're giving them. Yep. You know, for a guy my age who grew up on heavy metal in the 80s and 90s, I'm loving this comeback, man, because, you know, you remember that band Kicks, K-I-X, Kicks out of Maryland? Sure, we played with them many times. They just, they're just, they're, they're about to launch their new record. I just listened to it. Uh, it's freaking awesome. 20 years or something, right? Yeah, it is awesome. I mean, his voice is right where it was back in 88, 89. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. We played with them at the Starland Ballroom in Jersey, and, uh... Um, yeah, they're the nicest guys too. I mean, yeah. they took pictures with me because I'm a huge fan. Um, uh, so to get to play with all these people and to see everybody working is really, really amazing. You know, it, uh, um, um, I, you know, and with the, the new music that we're making, the comeback has come stronghold and, and forward because the band has had a great history. Nobody can deny that. But we're going to play the biggest show in the history of Skid Row here coming up at the end of the month. That'll be in front of, you know, 500,000 people in Poland. Oh, man. So so for Rachel Bowen, who's 50 years old, to have his biggest show now, it just shows you what's going on. And That's awesome. And also it's the, the strength of the new material is really killing. Yep. So you mentioned a minute ago about United World Rebellion, Chapter 1. Next up, I believe, is Rise of the Damnation Army, right? Is that coming out in August? Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't wait for that. I wish it would have come out sooner. But these, yeah. You know, setting up these dates I and mean, it was finished in January awesome so talk about that at the bit. but uh but whenever they these companies get together on release dates it just ended up being that August was the best choice for everybody involved so that's when it is it'll, it'll come out it's got three three release dates again because of different companies it's like on the 5th or 6th of August so um I just can't wait for people to hear it it's Great, great record. Can you can you give the fans a little bit of a tease about what, what they can expect? What, what, you know, any kind of I don't know. Is there anything like the last well, we one? Got, or well, we got together to start thinking about it. We wanted to we wanted to give back to what made us do this for a living and, and try our lifestyles in the first place. So yeah. we got back to, to old school um, double guitar, double lead. You know, hard rock mixed in with a ballad here and there, and uh, awesome. I just went back to the drawing board on on you know what made Slave to the Grind and the first Skid Row record, uh, you know, so fan friendly, and um, it's worked. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, you are listening to Johnny Solinger, man, lead vocalist of Skid Row's on board. We're absolutely honored to have him on board. All right, so when this bad boy does does come out, uh, Rise of the Damnation Army, tell the fans where they can go buy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to get it worldwide, stream it, or, or wherever you buy your music, you'll be able to find it. Good stuff, man. A couple more things, I'll let you go, because I know you're busy. You know, um, um, Pete Evick, the guitar player for Brett Michaels, is a pretty good buddy of mine. Every time they come down to Mississippi, they treat us like family, me and my friend Shannon. Um, one of the things I noticed about going to, to uh, Poison and Brett Michael band shows is the unbelievable wide range of generation um, like 15 year olds to like 50 year olds are in the fa in the audience I'm guessing you see the same thing uh, can you share that a little bit with the fans absolutely 
absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's, you know, that's when we have to pull, get the fuck out of the set a lot of times because there's so many kids. Like, yeah. we'll make a, a, a game time decision. Even though if they're going to hear that word, they better hear it from me and not their dad, you know, so. <laughs> but, but, but there's just, there's lots of kids and it's, it's their parents. It's their parents and their older brothers and sisters that are bringing them out and showing them what they love. Um, like last night, there was definitely some 50s in there, and then there's the 13-year-old girl right in front of me, and a wow. uh, 17-year-old boy, a bunch of people with X's on their hands, which knows that they can't drink. And they just go nuts. They know every word. The, the, one of the cool things is they know they know the words to United World Rebellion just as well as they know the old ones. Oh, that's awesome. That. That's awesome. Other than that. So it's across the board. It's across the board. Which is good. What you're going to get. That's a great thing. Music should be like that. It should, it should be not not confined to one generation. I agree. Totally. Absolutely, man. All right, bro. Well, look, man, before I let you go, can you share some advice? Um, you know, there's a lot of aspiring musicians that would love to get where you're at in music and do what you're doing, man. Is there some advice you can share with those guys out there and women? Oh, just I would say just just don't try. I mean, don't 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 give up. Don't don't ever give up. Um, with, the, with the technology these days, you can get a great little recording machine and go to town with your songwriting and practice practice uh, you know playing with headphones and playing to a track and uh, you know get out and do live shows. Um, try and tell you try and sell your T-shirts. Make homemade videos. Post them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, set up a band Facebook page, a band Twitter page, and just just do not give up. Well, don't take no for an answer because it's all out there just for the taking. And just make sure the music's good, and you'll be fine. Good stuff, man. Well, look, appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck with this uh, U.S. states coming up. Um, before I let you go, do you have any websites or your Twitter or anything like that you want to share out? Well, yeah, I've got uh, Facebook.com slash... Uh, Johnny Sollinger official because there's a fan page too but I don't like it as much yeah. that's the one that I actually you know they can post on and stuff and then yeah. I've got uh, twitter.com slash Johnny Sollinger and then there's johnnysollinger.com <laughs> it sounds so gay but you gotta do it <laughs> yeah dude absolutely Johnny thank you of course you. there's skidrow.com and the official skidrow Facebook it's all out there we just hit a million likes on there with the new the new lineup so wow cool yeah, good stuff, man. Well, I really appreciate you, jo- appreciate you joining us and doing the interview, man. All right, man, man. Great, great. So Mississippi, I said, hey. <laughs> <laughs>